This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Oop. Sam Claiborne. Still some scoops left in this year. And Terry Schwartz. Oop. So happy oh to have you back here in the Scoop Studio, the Scoopio, as we call it here. <laughs> we've got a great... <laughs> it's a good start. Uh, scoop, Scoop, Scoopio. Uh, we've got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about Mega Man 11. We're going to talk about God of War. But first... Oh. Game of the year. It's that time. Is upon us. Mm-hmm. All year long, we follow we follow game of the year. Uh, watch. We keep track of all the best games of the year. But now it's time. Uh, we've announced IGN's official nominees. Ten nominees for game of the year. And they are Cuphead, Destiny 2, uh, Divin- Divinity, OG Sin 2, Horizon, Zero Dawn, Breath of the Wild, Nier, Automata, Persona 5, PUBG, Mario Odyssey, and Wolfenstein 2. That was 11. No. <laughs> <laughs> or Sam's bad accounting. What a great list of games. It's a good, it's this year is one of the good ones. We all got in a room um, every year. I sort of love and also dread like our game of the year meetings because it's stressful. Like you get a bunch of uh, opinionated people in a room together and kind of duke, duke it out. But it's also really fun and lovely and wonderful having yep. everyone, you know, make a case for the games that they loved and have people vote yay or nay. And uh, nobody but Andrew Goldfarb cried. Yep. Um, so that was. And the loudest person won. Mm-hmm. And whoever yeah. shouts the loudest, yeah, uh, they get wins. they're getting the answer. Yeah. It's usually yeah. That's how you do movies too, right? Exactly. Actually, our mo- entertainment of the year awards meeting nomination meeting was like very tame. It was suspiciously tame. <laughs> yeah, everyone was great. There were a lot of people on the phone. No one talked over each other. Everyone mm-hmm. had a chance to speak. What? So. Mm-hmm. I know it was very odd. What uh, was what was the biggest fight in that? Like, what do you think? You give some people like some uh, context behind the scenes. Oh uh, well, there was a big discussion around PUBG. 
and whether or not that should be. Yeah, um, we eventually landed on the side of, uh, I don't actually think there's too much discussion about whether it's eligible or not, but what does it mean for, like if a game's in early access yeah. one year and then comes Released. out in final access the next year, it, we kind of don't think it's fair for something to be el eligible more than once. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. we said, look, the game we think is one of the 10 best games you can download and buy and play this year. So we kind of didn't overthink its status. Like whether something's early access or not is irrelevant to like a gamer it's just kind of like well it's one of the 10 best I mean, games period yeah. so it's i think maybe when early access was first introduced i would have said no absolutely yeah. not this shouldn't be nominated for game of the year but yeah. the industry's changed uh early access is very common now the game is available to buy and play now so yeah. you know there's also different flavors of like sometimes game developers release a game in early access that's just very like hey come along this journey with us and our mm -hmm. game's a prototype and it's going to evolve and change over time but PUBG was like a very well not polished but uh you know like it was a whole sort of package of yeah. uh you know it felt like more of a complete experience and speaking of early access uh Superhot has a standalone roguelike mode what coming to early access this week oh boy we'll have to check that out Super hot. Yeah, I don't think we awesome. had any arguments between two things a lot because like right now we're just doing the nominees. So I think we had to have like 20 things that we had to fit into 10. Hmm. And that would always be like, there's, you know, people here that didn't, there's fewer people here that played near than played the legend of Zelda. Right. Well, so you have to listen to those people and make sure, you know, that we're, we're giving them the time to speak about a game that like everybody can't be like, Oh, that should totally be on it. And everyone has to have a responsibility to, you know, close that knowledge gap themselves. Like yeah. if, if, that's what we have to weigh. Like, if five people played Nier and they all loved it, like, how do you weigh that against, you know, if 20 people play Destiny and 12 of them really loved it? Like, yeah. that's more voices shouting for Destiny, but, like, maybe that means Nier's a better game. And yeah. uh, So we develop a complicated algorithm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we, I mean, we just try to give people homework, right? Like, go, these are the games you have to go play. Yeah. One of the more interesting conversations, actually, I, that I thought came out of that meeting was how we were handling remasters on Switch specifically mm. and whether we would consider, I mean, typically our, our port, Right, because of Mario Kart. Like deal, yeah, yeah. Is, is the next year it can be considered for different platforms. But I thought the Switch conversation was really interesting with Mario Kart, how it's such a different player experience to, to play that on uh, on Switch versus you know Wii. Mm -hmm. I thought that just opened a really interesting conversation mm -hmm. that I'm yeah. sure will be ongoing. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I'm a little late because our nominations are live now. But, you know, we're going to sort of publish our fine print of, you know, how is something eligible for early access and what categories is something available for um as Terry said, if a game is on one platform and is ported to another platform, the only award it's eligible for is that platform award. It can't be nominated again for RPG or whatever, but yeah. it was a little bit complicated by Switch. You know, is there the, were it, so many ports this year. Well, and is the experience of it being portable and having detachable Joy-Cons, does that is it transformative enough to consider a it a new game? Experience, yeah. um, mm -hmm. In the case of like Mario Kart in particular. Um, yeah. When uh, will the winners be revealed? Uh, December 20th. December 20th. Uh, just a couple people's, weeks away. People's Choice is going on now, too. So Yeah, um, yeah you can really, vote. It's important to us, and it really does matter a lot to the game developers and publishers. Oh, so. yeah, sure. yeah, so if you don't, this is a little behind-the-scenes thing that's kind of neat. Like Publishers put you know, IGN Game of the Year on their boxes when they mm -hmm. do like a reprint of the game or something. Yeah. And People's Choice goes on there just as much as mm -hmm. our, our <clears throat> you know, choices. And, and they don't line up always, right? So like Zelda might get our uh, our choice, but something else like Mario would get the, somebody else's choice, you mm -hmm. know? Like that would be a possibility. And so they'll they'll use like that little art. So it does matter, you know, if you if you really care for a game. 
get in there and vote, and uh, you might get that little logo on a box art that matters to you. We get uh, asked a lot to like you know turn the cameras on and record those meetings and make some sort of podcasty product out of it. Yeah. Um, I personally have always kind of resisted that because I think people can sort of let their guard down when I mean mm. Damon when the cameras are off, huge jerk. <laughs> awful to be around but then yeah. on game scoop you know yeah. you sort of put them it's all an act you. yeah so um no but i do want people to feel comfortable you know discussing things in uh in uh i don't know it's just a question that's probably the question i get more often than anything this time of year and uh maybe we'll try to come up with some middle ground yeah. where we can have a game of the year discussion mini series or something but uh i don't know that we'll ever actually uh invite people into the room itself yeah it would be I'm an- proud of our nominees list too i just think it yeah. you know across the board and and so reflective of such a great year for gaming and entertainment yeah. like mm-hmm. they were just it was really hard to narrow things down uh, for tv game of thrones did not end up on our list of tv series isn't that crazy right, rightfully so but yeah i think you know i was surprised i expected more pushback but at, there were like 20 people in that meeting we all were like you know what yeah. we love game of thrones but we didn't love they, like we loved one episode which we did recognize and also as an action seat series but in terms of the many many shows like we had an anime series my hero academia in there that Mm -hmm. you know was just really stand out this year and i love that we don't have to go with like the obvious choice all the time we Mm -hmm. can be as reflective of the many different types of uh, properties we cover as as you know our audience it feels great what was the one game of thrones episode spoils of war what was that? Uh, that's the, the, the one with the. Loot, I love that episode. Yeah, yeah I was it's wondering. It's such a yeah, fantastic that was, episode. When, yeah, well, we can't talk about details in that because I've already <laughs> seen it. But Jamie has a great moment in that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Definitely overall, I think the weakest season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, Beyond the Wall was not nominated. <laughs> uh, are we ready to. Have we decided our personal favorite games of the year? Yes. Uh, we've all decided that? Oh, Let, yeah. Let's share them. Uh, I mean, for me, it's a little bit of an obvious choice, but yeah, Zelda. Yeah. Um, I think it just struck such an incredible balance of, uh, you know, paying homage to what's come before, but then just being completely brave enough to just throw everything out and just rebuild that series from the ground up and uh, show like Nintendo once again, like you're all running this way, we're going to run that way and do something different and sort of show you how it's done or how it could be done or should be done. Um, yeah. I've been a little surprised by both with the IGN staff and just uh, our audience as well, how far ahead people seem to put Zelda in front of Mario. Because yeah. to me, both of those games, I'm like, oh, I don't know which I, yeah. it's hard for me to even pick a favorite because they're both because one let you cheat they're both really perfect. hard yeah. and then one, one yeah i think uh i think mario oh, i did the arrow exploit in zelda mario oh, yeah, i love that exploit very very fun right like and that's being very reductive like it's more than just fun it's an incredible game but it doesn't feel as uh revolutionary or new or fresh like it's not it's not taking the risks that zelda took in my opinion yeah zelda is a dramatic reinvention i would say mm-hmm. whereas mario functionality wise adds a lot of really cool elements that are unique mm-hmm. and, and affect the game but i think much more is focused on paying homage uh to what's come before and playing into that nostalgia with the new functionality beyond just like reconceptualizing what a mario game is yeah i mean my fear zelda came out in march you know so um uh we do our best to try to be not scientific about it but very fair and very balanced but we are human beings and i was worried that you know zelda's starting to feel a little like that game came out nine months ago right Mm -hmm. and so i was worried that people kind of forget but then if you go back and watch like this is what i did just sort of reorient myself in that headspace like I watch some let's plays and watch some gameplay videos I'm like oh yeah yeah (laughs) it just like reaffirmed I'm like yeah that game's absolutely incredible and I continue to find like I saw someone's video where I'm like I never saw that 
Yeah. Like I played that game so long and there was a whole area where I just never, I don't know where he was on the map somewhere I hadn't seen. I yeah. love that spattering of stories when people first started playing Zelda and people mm. were like, did you see yeah. this thing over here? And no, I encountered this. I just went up this mountain and like yeah. it's so rewarded exploration. And I loved, as I went, confession, I still have not played more than like two hours of Zelda. Ooh, That's going to be, Christmas I know, yeah. I know exactly. I was like, I just need to immerse myself in it. But, but it was funny watching it play out from afar because... I've never quite seen that ripple effect, except maybe in Pokemon Go, I feel mm. like very much oh, was totally. multiplayer yeah. in in the sense of like in person, you were encountering all these great things. But mm -hmm. Zelda, for being, you know, just a, a single player experience, the way that people shared those experiences, I thought was just really I hope special. Red Dead will be that way. Yeah. Yeah. Big sandboxy open world game. We'll all play at the same time. Yeah, there will absolutely be online elements to that game. How they handle it, though, I'm not sure. That remains to be seen. Um... Was your favorite game Mario? I I I'd probably give just the slightest edge to Zelda, but I don't know. Some days I feel a little bit differently. So then the, yours your choice will be the most interesting. So Wait, is, what, yours, what, is yours Zelda? No, it's okay. not. What was the pony game you showed me earlier? <laughs> you remember that. Crystal's Ponytail on Cr Genesis. Crystal's Ponytail on Genesis <laughs> is your, my game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you Crystal's. can choose your pony. You can crystal you can, is a is somebody in the game. I, yeah, I don't remember who. Yeah, uh, you can choose the color of. Their you can choose mane the yeah tail. the mane and tail, and then the color of the the you know the horse's fur as well. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you, wow. you got some research to do over Thanksgiving. Yeah, or yeah. Christmas break. Well, now I have to <laughs> scramble and pick another twenty questions. <laughs> it's, a, it's a platformer, but it kind of changes things up because you can pull a cart. Mm. Uh huh. You can right? eat hay. Yeah. Pick up little. Shoot horseshoes that yeah. are floating in the air. Wow. So, Listen, I played two Genesis games is where this came from. And one was Aladdin and one was Crystal's Ponytail. Which, because I didn't have a system. I only and Aladdin's a really good game. Yeah. yeah. Aladdin's a great game. I mean, Crystal's Ponytail. <laughs> great game. Crystal's Listen, ponytail. if anyone else has ever played this game, yeah. please, please let, let know. me know. If you actually do like horses and colors of horses, then Zelda actually has some really I, I read It has a very small Wikipedia entry, but the one thing it said <laughs> is that it was criticized for using too much pink. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Seven point eight, too much. So much. But it was from like it's it's cited who said it too, and it was like some like stodgy game magazine yeah. from the early nineties. Of course, it's like Ed Samrad. He's like forty five years old. Too much pink. Yeah. <laughs> what is your game? Uh, personal game of the year. So I I feel like had I played Zelda, it yeah. wasn't Zelda, <laughs> and I would say that going into this year, I really expected Horizon to be my game of the year, and I I played crap out of that game mm. but it didn't really stay with me I didn't think the story didn't have as much depth as like I, I had hoped it might and you know my very high expectations I really like that game it's a great game um so I think and and I am update from the last time I was on here that I had like 10 moons in Mario Odyssey mm -hmm. I'm up to 638 yeah, moons that's in a big Mario jump Odyssey. yeah it's a big, big jump in a month mm -hmm. um that math checks out yeah it checks but out. but again like to me that game is really fun immensely playable but like like a solid eight or nine to me it it didn't like blow me away um you know but that way has that to be your game of the year now no 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 so okay, okay. Right. i'm i'm running through my thought process sorry okay. i talked too yeah, much yeah, yeah. um so stardew valley i started yeah. playing oh, wow. for oh. ps4 yeah and i am playing so much mario odyssey and all i do is think about stardew valley yeah. and my boyfriend is playing stardew valley on switch and he Ooh. he keeps giving me all these updates like he married yeah. penny and she's yeah. so great and like <laughs> he, he has like all this cobblestone and i was like i don't want to hear about your farm because yeah. i'm really upset that i'm not playing stardew Aww, valley right now that's so, so that, cool i know that was like a big game for you last year that was actually yeah, was a great. big reason that i started playing it was how excited you and mm -hmm. Callie were about it um and i just i love it so much it's so incredible so i think that would be even though it's not new yeah. this year that's my game of the 
it's definitely a game for the times, right? Like uh, 2017, stressful year, um, just like out of video games. Yeah, at least for just me, like, chill out and make a farm. Yeah, like that's actually why I mentioned last week I've gone back to Animal Crossing New Leaf. And, um, you know, it's a great game. It's like you need any excuse to play it. But especially now, it's just nice to sort of immerse yourself in a pastoral, relaxing environment like Stardew Valley, man. Like it's not a coincidence that like when things are getting weird, IRL, like that's a nice game to sort of just fall into. You know, I felt, a, I definitely felt that was all this year. I felt a little bit of that with Mario uh, mm. in the Mushroom Kingdom. Like I just really relaxed when I'm just solving puzzles in just yeah. just the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Some of the other ones are that's garish like, or violent or whatever, but it's yeah. so relaxing. Yeah. I don't think there's music until you go into well, the castle. Well, you, you can turn it on in the menu. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's I really, I just, that. I don't know. I just love the being, it was like nostalgic and fun. Yeah. And it's, it's like one after, of my favorite you know, moments this year. It's after what, you beat the story, so it's like a more uh, what a surprise, time to relax. Dude. I mean, I was, I'm so one, I'm so glad I didn't have that spoiled for myself. I think Ryan spoiled it for me. I, I did not it was, have it spoiled, put, yeah. but uh, I probably should have seen it coming. But that, you know, we were talking about uh, a list that is upcoming on IGN as our favorite game moments of the year. And yeah. two of those are Mario Odyssey for me. For all that I said, like, it's not my game of the year. I think, sure. again, I was more affected personally by Stardew Valley. Um New Donk City, and then going into yeah, yeah, the, the end festival of the, at the, the, end. the place so in Mushroom good. Kingdom that I don't want to spoil for the first time, and like having that, I don't know. I, I, well, I just talked I about it, it so <laughs> you know, really I'm trying to be vague. I don't want to spoil it for folks who haven't seen it yet. It's really good, Damon. You're playing Wolfenstein, right? I started playing Wolfenstein. Have too. you gotten yeah. to the part that everyone knows? Is there just the crazy part of that game? There are Nazis in that game. I guess not. I I, I met the new people, at the Empire State Building. Are and you they, past Roswell? They came back. No, I right. I yeah, just got to. Yeah. Uh, America, where you can like walk around the town. That's where I was doing with, that yeah. stuff. Okay. Isn't that cool looking? Yeah, yeah, it's really it's cool. just a downtown America. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so excited. It's really scary. Yeah. I mean, yeah. one of the hazards of our job is we just do like, unfortunately, like stuff just gets spoiled for us, right? So I know, like, I can't, I can't discover. I'm not going to spoil it for the audience, but there's a bananas sequence in that game that just keeps getting crazier and crazier and crazier and you can't believe what you're experiencing and to say more you won't believe number 13 (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i'm sorry i have to be so vague but um like that's a game that uh you know just kind of builds on itself in a way that your jaw will just drop did you guys have an expectation at the beginning of the year or even around e3 what your game of the year would be and did that change over the course of the year well i want to do zelda was our e3 game of the or no mario was our game of the show this year and zelda was our e3 game of the show last year and i'm always kind of curious to see how does that end up syncing up with our game of the year awards um and uh you know so we were right i mean it was zelda two years ago and mario this year so they both came out the same year so they couldn't both be game of the year but yeah you know they're probably they're in the hunt for game of the year for sure so uh, honorable mentions for me would include Resident Evil 7. I thought that game was I, yeah, I super had a, fun. Looking back, I had a lot of fun with Resident Evil 7. I love Gravity Rush 2, too. Gravity Rush 2 is a really good one. Mario plus Rabbids and SteamWorld yeah. Steam Dig 2. Yeah, SteamWorld Dig I 2. I really, really loved SteamWorld Dig 2. Yeah. Splatoon 2, I had a lot of fun mm-hmm. with really? for the yeah. week that it captured my attention. And also, yeah. like, we had a lot of discussion about Destiny 2. Obviously, you know, a lot of problems with this game. You can check out Fireteam Chat to find out more about what our mm-hmm. Destiny experts think about that. Um, but that experience of beating the raid for the first time with like a bunch of IGN people too. Yeah. And we stayed up until two in the morning on like a Wednesday. Marty had to dip out. We brought someone else in last minute. <laughs> and we like beat. But I don't, it, that was just so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I've had an experience as fun as that with anything else. For all the other flaws that game might have in the way that they've had uh, an issue keeping people um 
engaged in the game in a long-term capacity. I just, I love that. I love mm. the way that that captured a moment for a while with, with there's, there's a couple arms. of games like that this year. Um, Destiny 2 is a better example than Battlefront 2 is the other one I was thinking of. Like Destiny 2, one of the best shooter campaigns in a long, long, long time and a really interesting and unique sort of multiplayer cooperative shooter experience that no one else is really, some companies have kind of tried to do it. And Destiny's still really special. And all anybody wants to talk about are, like the flaws in that game are real. Like I don't want to minimize them or marginalize them, but um, those flaws also don't detract from what makes it one of the best experiences of this year. And I think it's a shame that the whole conversation sort of shifted away from, yeah, I was going to say, I think the sentiment seems to have turned a little bit yeah. on that game since launch. I agree. Uh, um, and and that's valid. Like, people have a right to, um, you know, complain, and they're just gigantic fans, and they want more from Bungie, and, and I get that. But uh, I don't know. Like, I think that game is really, really well done, and I enjoyed my time with it. Yeah, I had fun for... A week, or, a, week yeah. or so, a week or so with that game. <laughs> Until you felt like you didn't have a reason to come back. You didn't need to do that yeah. raid week after week. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, it's obviously a very, very good year for games. Uh, our awards, uh, the award winners, will be revealed on December 20th. Yeah. And if you have not voted in our audience poll, you can go over to uh, iGen.com right now and cast your vote. You can even write in uh, your favorite if you feel like it's not on the list. And yes, we will update the list once we've seen Star Wars The Last Jedi. It's not on there because we haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. Important to say. Which is soon. But you are seeing it. We're all going to see it. We're all going to see it next week. Four days from now? And there's a, that uh, we were just lucky enough through coincidence that there's no like last minute, you know, end of December AAA video game releases. Yeah. But should that be the case, our policy is, yeah, we, will, we just update our awards. There is an indie puzzle game called Goragoa that you know, depending on how good it is, may sneak onto the best puzzle games list. But uh, we keep an eye on that stuff in December. I'm bummed because it was just announced today that Black Mirror Season 4 is coming yeah. out December 29th, which yeah. I think, because that's so far after when we're announcing yeah. our awards, we'll just have to roll it into 2018. But yeah. our, our review went up um, from Daniel Krupa and the UK mm -hmm. team, and we yeah, got it. Really like eight point five. Yeah, you got even eight point yeah, five. That's what we'll do. Um, we don't have that. We don't have like the exact cutoff date written down yet. But um, I don't think there's any expectation that the game of the year only covers January first to December thirty first. Right. We fudge it a little bit to make it work. Yeah, probably. Uh, let's talk about some 2018 games. Are we ready to call uh, game of the year 2018? Mm -hmm. uh, Mega Man Eleven. Mega Man Eleven. Oh, it's up there. Uh, not I gotta to, catch up on 2017 still. I, oh, I think between, Zelda will be my game of 2018 at this. Point. Red Dead and Spider Man, right? Red Dead yeah. Redemption, Spider Man, God of War, God of War. Yeah, Nintendo has been very yeah. quiet. We don't know what Nintendo no, lineup is, and then it'll be a miss for Nintendo. Oh There's man, no, games no I want their their Switch Pokemon game to come out next year. Mm. I'm so excited to find out more about that. I would I, be shocked if it's ready for next year. I know, I know, but I know I'm the excited. Smash to see Brothers will probably be ported. Maybe Smash. Games. Maybe I feel like the more time that goes by, I keep wondering. Are they going to port Smash, or are they just mm -hmm. going to make a new one? I don't know. Um, I hope we see Animal Crossing next year. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Crystal's ponytail port. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we'll Crystal. bring it back. The <laughs> people <laughs> demand it. Yeah. Uh, sea of Thieves. I'm just trying to, just trying to think about Xbox games. You know, sea of Thieves is... March, I think. I think it might be earlier than February, that. February, March. Yeah. It's early, early next year, yeah. yeah. Have you guys played that yet? Uh, I, I didn't not, play it. You know, I have not played it. Everyone seems it's to be having so much fun. Yeah, it's been playable at a couple different events. Yeah, Lana and Marty rave about it. Yeah, I know. It seems like a really fun group game. Uh, Sam, you mentioned Mega Man 11. That was uh, actually announced Ding. this week. Uh, apparently this, this month, December, is the 30th anniversary of the original Mega Man. I've played all 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what does 11 need to deliver? 
Yeah. It's a little bit strange. It's taking a, uh, it has a different art style than the previous games. Yeah, but it looks more like Mega Man 8. Yeah, it's a little bit more in the vein of but Mega Man 8. 8 is still like sprite based and looks amazing. Looks really good. That's in the Legacy Collection too. Yeah, so this is kind of like a cell shaded take on that Mega Man. Yeah. Mega Man still looks a little bit slow. That always concerns me about a Mega Man game. Yeah, the the run animation bothers some people, inclu- myself included. Uh, I don't really have a problem with the overall art style. It's just his, I, I feel like they need to work on his animation a little bit. And this game's like a year out. They said late 2018. Yeah, Mega Man should be snappy. Like even, like a new generation of Mega Man games yeah. could be like super fast and shooty and fun. Yeah. When you woke Slow up... Slow down a little bit. When you woke up Monday morning, were you expecting... <laughs> Mega Man 11 to be announced. Yeah, because we talked about the there was the oh Capcom I knew there was going to be a 30th anniversary stream. Yeah, and I said they'll announce Mega Man 11, and you're like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you'll see, Damon, <laughs> you'll see. I don't. I was I was pretty surprised. It's been seven years since Mega Man 10. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, it was 2010. Yep. I what guess were I the, have not thought about Mega Man wait, in a really long time. Mm-hmm. What were the 8-bit mm-hmm. ones? Those that was nine and, 10. nine and ten. 2010, that game came out. Yeah, dude. No. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Goodness it's been gracious. seven years, and yeah. like, uh, Capcom we're gonna retire seems, soon. Yeah. So nine and ten. So so you know <laughs> one through one generation. through six. Walk me through this. One through six were on the NES. NES. And then seven, seven. is Super Nintendo. Seven eight. was Super Nintendo. And nobody eight likes was PlayStation. It. Seven's the worst one. Seven's the. No, I don't say nobody likes it. Well, a lot of people okay. like it. I mean, yeah. I'm being reductive again. I know that like Mega Man X was the business in that era, and Mega Man Seven sort of this weird, you know, weird offshoot. Mm-hmm. And the eight is on PlayStation One. And then eight's the Seven. really weird one. But cool. But like, cool. We like. Yeah, we still like. It. But it's just really the unusual. That style still and holds then up. Nine and ten are the eight bit throwbacks. Yes. Right? But okay. yeah, and there was like ten years in between yeah. eight and nine. And obviously there was like Mega Man Zero, yada yada, on the Game Boy. That's not even touching the whole of this, all Man, the spinoffs. Mega Man Battle Network. Legends. Uh, yeah. Got it. And so now we're back to eleven with another new art style. Yes. Okay. But yeah. the traditional gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been a Mega Man guy. Oh wow. Do you just do you just not like it? Do you straight up not like it, or you just don't have a lot of experience? I just can shorten that by saying I've never been a Mega Man. That's I've never right. been a Mega Man. <laughs> um, I've never been a Mega Lady either. Uh, yeah. There's only one Lady Robot in all of the Mega Man games, yeah. which is really strange, right? Wait, so which that's is what lady this new robot? game should have is Lady Robots. Which uh, is the Lady Robot? Uh, sorry, I mean a Lady Robot boss and yeah. Splash Woman. Only Splash one? Woman. Yeah. In which game is she ten. in? In ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even yeah. though I've never been a Mega Man guy, I do have a favorite Robot Master, and that's uh, Cut Man. Yeah, you like Cut Man with the scissors on his head? Yeah. I'm an Air Man guy myself. He yeah. just has a big fan right yeah, here. Yeah, it's so dumb. I like, like I like Bomb Man because he has a mohawk. Looking cool. at, at Zelda and Odyssey and how they were able to, you know, recapture sort of this fervor around a, a fan favorite mm-hmm. franchise, what would you want Eleven, in all seriousness, to do? Like, do you want it to be the Mega Man game that will get new people who, ha- who maybe haven't it in the past seven years. I just want it to be Mega Man 2. I mean, I don't really yeah. care anymore. It just needs to be just Mega Man 2. That's what, but what about Mega Man 2.5? Oh boy. Where it's more levels <laughs> in Mega Man 2, which is a lot of people's favorite Mega Man game. Okay. My favorite Mega Man game is Mega Man 3, but yeah. Uh, but Mega Man 2, if it was that, it had all the same jams, then they wrote mm-hmm. some more jams because the yeah. jams are really good. In that Fresh game. jams. Fresh yep. jams. I mean, Capcom's in a tight spot. That's what I'm like, they can't really change it too much, but they can't like also make it exactly the same. It's like one of those franchises that's a little bit stuck. Yeah, they straight up said this: the new art style is an attempt to appeal to a wider audience. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot of younger gamers that didn't grow up playing Mega Man, so I don't, I don't know how you, I don't know how you sell a, a 2D action platformer. Well, to Mega Man got made into today. like a sprawling RPG, and people loved it. And then they made a sequel to that, and people liked that a lot too. They made like four and then they yeah, announced legends. three and canceled it, and people 
flipped out. Oh, that RPG. I was thinking about Mega, Battle Network. Mega Man Legends. Yeah. 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 And then do you remember The Misadventures of Trombone? Yes. Yeah. This is a myth. That's another spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> Starring a lady. Mm-hmm. A la- the lady. That's, I guess the, she counts as like the and lady. she's Mega in. Man protagonist. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's. Yeah. And then she's in uh, Marvel versus Capcom yep. yeah. 3, I mm. think, right? Two or three. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. So, Mega Man 11 announced coming late 2018, but that's not all uh, for Mega Man next year. Also, the Legacy Collections 1 and 2 are coming to Switch. Finally. finally. And then there's also going to be a Mega Man X collection yes. coming coming to all platforms. And I'm really excited about put that. Put every game on Switch. Please. Yeah. Game developers, Forever. put every video game on Nintendo yeah. Switch. Destiny Absolutely. on Switch. Wolfenstein's coming to Switch. Destiny. You have no Horizon excuse. Yeah. Destiny 1, though, so we have to wait yeah. for two. Wolfenstein uh, on Switch. Yeah, do it. Wolfenstein Near on Switch. Switch. Yeah. Every game on every Switch. Game. And then I can sit on my couch and hold it in my hands. Yeah. When I could just put it on the TV. But or like when you're like, the couch is just too uncomfortable, I'm just going to lie in bed and play games yeah. today. Yeah. That's my favorite. No, I, I have a really bad habit of like, just lying on the couch in front of the TV playing Switch. That's what I do. <laughs> and, really? Yeah. And that's, that's how I played 60 hours of Zelda. And everyone's like, why don't you just put it on the TV? I'm like, I don't know. I like it yeah. right here. That's yeah. what I that's exactly what I did. I just prefer that form factor. Yeah. Uh I'm excited about the X collection because I don't have I have I've I haven't played many of those games. Mm-hmm. I, I played one through three more than the other ones. Yeah. More than oh the other how many are there? Six. Six. Six X I, games. They're on uh PlayStation and then I think the final one's on two. But I can't remember, so sorry. The final one is on two. PlayStation two. two. Yeah. Well, but the first one is a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, one, two, and three. One, two, and three. Sixteen bit. Yeah. Okay. Think. Three has an FX chip in it. Ooh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It has these rotating polygons. Cool stuff. That looks really cool. I've I'll, only. Played, I can bring those in. I have. I've those. only played Mega Man X. X uh, two and X three are very rare Super Nintendo cartridges. And what do they call the bosses in that in those games? They they're all based on animals. Yeah. So it but sounds like names. Metal Gear. They it's have, like Revolver Ocelot. Yeah, uh, but they call them different. Not the Dark Masters. No, they don't call them like Robot Masters. They call oh. them. There's another word for them. Oh, okay. I can't remember right now. Uh, played a Mega Man game. Anna Pals. I got her. No, not Anna Pals. Switch on my couch. There you go. You've never played a Mega Man game. I don't think so. All right, start with Mega Man well, Two. Well, okay. neither has Brian from Minneapolis, right. and he writes in and he says, with the recent announcement of the Mega Man X games coming to multiple consoles, along with the announcement of Mega Man Eleven, I'm curious about introducing myself to the Mega Man franchise. <laughs> well, we just answered yep, this. Just answered Mega Man Three. To. I changed my mind. I have <laughs> never played a Mega Man game before, but I've always been curious about them. It's overwhelming looking at how many games are in the franchise and I don't necessarily know where to begin. I'm aware many games have received both positive and negative reviews and I'm curious to know what the best means of introducing myself to the series should be. I am putting my utmost trust in your recommendations and look forward to hearing from you. Well, I would say. <laughs> no, just uh, no, he should get the uh, the first Legacy Collection. Right? Yeah, Mega Man 1 yep. through 6. Yeah, that's the first Expertly uh, fixed up and presented. It's a great package, yeah. Yeah. So there's really a 2.5? And it's on 3DS. I was joking. No. Oh, was it? Oh. No, I want a 2.5. I think that'd be a really cool thing to like take an old game like that. Like there's a Final Fantasy IV yeah. sequel that way. I didn't know the there After was a Mega years. Man RPG. Mega yeah. Man Legend sounds cool. There's yeah. multiple yeah. Mega Man RPG franchises. It's a really bizarre. Capcom's just went ham on Mega Man for a yeah. while. And then the, like we, will, we can sell with this one and the, we will. The Mega Man 2 versus 3 thing has always been interesting to me. Um, like the general consensus, like I'm sure if you were to just poll gamers nationwide, Two would probably win. Yeah, but, but then like the really but Meg, hardcore but, but people, hardcore Mega Man fans, insist that three is better. Yeah, all the bosses from two are in three. Mm. So that's what makes it cool. It reminds me what, of what is a, that a spoiler? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, there you go. All right. 
It reminds me it's of object, uh, uh, objectively The music better. is, I think, equally good in both those games. And, and if it comes down to that, that's like always a problem. It's like, yeah. Wait, so if the bosses from two or in three, wouldn't you say you should start with two so you can appreciate three even more? Yeah, because when they come back, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah no, definitely start with two. Well, yeah. I think both, you start with one. I don't care. They're both like in the Guts legacy, Man, the first legacy collections. Uh, and you, and you, I, I would you recommend looking up the robot? Uh, uh, pa- not patterns. What do you call? Them? Yeah, do it order. in the right order. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's beneficial. Yeah, yeah. I think it's there's a, there's a, an order to be. I didn't know those when I was a okay. kid, and they're so much harder to figure out those games. I don't ever like yeah. the arguments from like purists. Like if you were to talk to a Mega Man purist, like no, play the game we had to play in the '80s and experiment <laughs> around and figure out the right order. I'm like, man, it's 2017. Nobody has time for that. Like, look up it's if true. you're gonna play the game at all. Like, feel totally comfortable and willing to like look up the order to beat the. That's why it's nice when there's like a rewind feature, so you can play the yeah. game as it was intended, but like yeah. get past kind of the. Yeah, obnoxious parts. I agree. It all starts. The entire Mega Man series starts with Cutman. That's restart. Yeah, is Mega Man fun for people that ever played Mega Man? You think? The whole no. the, the whole series. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're too hard. I'm Mega gonna Man. get savage for that comment. But if that's not a game that you experienced like in its element at the time, well, have you guys played like an old game for the first time recently? Yeah, it's so what? crazy. Like your brain plays tricks on you. Like I played uh, Metal Gear and Metroid growing up. And so I can go back and play them and be like, this is incredible. But I never played Zelda 1 growing up. And when I go back, it feels clunky and terrible. So I my first system was N64. So I started with Mario 64. Yeah. Yeah. I never, ever played the platformer Mario games. Mm. And I oh, cannot boy. play them for the life of me. I'm so mm. bad at those. Like oh, wow. I've never and every time I try to like, like, walk it's, really slowly. It's so embarrassing. Like and <laughs> yeah, I just I I don't get it and like need to be reminded, like, no, you just have to press Y or B or whatever to run. To run. Time, yeah. And and so yeah, it's it's weird yeah. like that. And I did not subject myself to this, but I saw I had a bunch of friends pick up the SNES classic and play Star Fox Two. And oh. they're like, it's unplayable. Like yeah. it's so hard well, and not yeah. fun. And and I don't know. I think so said my review. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. I don't know. I, I. That series is so beloved to me. It's such a huge part of my. I, I think it has an accessibility identity. in that you don't have to run fast and be good. You can kind of move slowly and just shoot stuff, and it, it kind of trains you on what Mega Man's about while you're playing. Yeah. But I think it'll be accessible in that way. And I feel like you can get pretty deep into each game before it gets too hard. Mm. Like it, it. Like I feel like the back half of those games are the brutally difficult parts. But you Why can are these castles really, yeah, really hard. They're always really hard. But you can enjoy a big. You know, the first at least the first. You know, half of the bosses are usually pretty. It's some of the best art from that era. Like if you just want to oh, play yeah. for like a beautiful game, mm-hmm. yeah. the, the, really it, big. There's these giant animals, and they're and they're done in these like animated character sprites, and they're funny. Like it's just it's really great watching. It's like Cuphead. You know, like that's an art style from an era. But like right. we all like it's really neat to think back that like it like that was invented for Mega Man two and three, right? Yeah. Like those there was not a style that kind of adapted this cartoony anime style into those games. It's really, really cool. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Uh, the the level select makes the games inaccessible in the sense that, you know, you're gonna end up doing things out of order and not knowing you're doing them out of order. Uh, but it also like if you're just stuck and you're like F this level, like if you're playing Contra, you're done playing Contra. That's it. But mm-hmm. in like Mega Man you can pop out and go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah so that's true. In that you way, you get a password anyway, so like you're yeah. always gonna be able to save your progress. Like yeah. that's that's Except what for I the first game. I don't think that has any sort of oh, password system. Yeah, even though I was never a big Mega Man guy, I did appreciate like if I'm just done, if I'm frustrated by it, I can go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And the life tanks are all weird and stuff. Yeah, yeah. stuff with Mega Man One. <laughs> I don't think you can slide in that game. You can't slide until three. Yeah, uh, that's so that's another problem with two. <laughs> I'm excited for Mega Man 11 and uh, both one and two collections coming to Switch and about the X collection. 
uh, please be excited for all me- this Mega please Man be stuff. Excited. Uh, let's talk about God of War. A a release date briefly popped up on the PlayStation Store this week, uh, which kind of makes sense within the time period that we expect that game. But then, in all the specific day doesn't make sense. So, uh, briefly this week, the PlayStation Store gave a release date of March twenty second mm-hmm. for God of War, mm-hmm. and we know that game is supposed to come early twenty eighteen. Uh, March totally makes sense. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was right at the end of February last year. Cool. But March 22nd is a Thursday, mm. and games just don't come out on Thursdays. So there's that, too. There's it, scoop. It turns out Damon's a savant, and if you give him any date, he can tell you what day of the week yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you, like, yeah. That logic tracks for me. <laughs> we did this April 15th, 2025. It'll be a Monday. Yeah. All right. How, I mean, I'm One used, in seven chance. I'm used to movie That's releases right, that, that are not, like, well, well, well in advance because everyone wants to carve out a weekend. Is it normal for it to be so close to a release date? Like, we aren't that far away from March 22nd or whenever it would be. Like, is it strange that they wouldn't have announced that yet? Maybe wait until the new year? Yeah, I don't know. They do have a PSX is coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, That's uh, true. We could get a release date in a couple yeah. days. Yeah. So it's very it could, that maybe... Maybe or someone just hit publish the on awards. they hit publish on the yeah, uh, yeah the game awards are Thursday night. Uh, maybe someone published something before they were supposed to, and the date was one day off. Maybe it's actually March twenty third. Yeah, um, we will but, see. Yeah, we, same argument stands for Mega Man with God of War. Right? Is two or three better? <laughs> Noobs say that two is better, but hardcore people say three is better. I'm very excited about this game because I it too. seems like a really neat new perspective on this franchise yeah. that, you know, for all the dad of war jokes, uh, I know I'm really excited to yeah, get I a agree. chance to play it. I just like the design of the world, like the world building they're doing there and the creatures and the giant bearded dragon thing looks awesome. Monsters and God of War are my favorite part of it. Yeah. I always like how they had like cool Greek inspired monsters. And I think these like, I guess Norse inspired ones will be really cool. Yeah. Uh, and then currently there's nothing really around that release uh, time period later March. The only thing is uh, Yakuza Six is March twentieth ah, next year. Rip. So the Yakuza is just like Mega Man. If people say <laughs> you like two or three better, I don't know, but people really like Yakuza. And, and was, there's I'm ten of them. If, we, if you keep no, this is six. <laughs> there's other ones. There is zero in a zero. remake of one okay. and two. Yeah, there's not. Yes. You, you are almost <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> All right, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Logan did. And Logan is my favorite movie Snicked. of the year. I know, I was thinking Logan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Logan says, big fan, longtime listener from Charlotte, North Carolina. A new Target recently opened next to my university, NC State. So I went to browse. To my surprise, I spotted not one, but two SNES classics. Wow. My, first, wow. my first instinct was to buy one. But after some pondering, I didn't. I didn't grow up with these classic games. I wasn't born until 1997, so I doubted whether I would enjoy them or not, having only experienced more modern games. We were just Mm. talking about this with Mega Man. So my question is, do you think people who grew up exclusively on 3D gaming would enjoy the SNES Classic the same way you guys who have fond memories of those games would? And Terry was just talking about this too. I think it depends whether you played any of the handheld games that tended to have a lot more of those uh, Game titles that paid homage to the earlier yeah, 2D games. You had that's, a, that's the thing. For are me. you saying that you like might not have 2D gaming skills in general? Is that what you were saying about Mario? Basically, I just I like the the 
technical skills you need to just like innately understand a platformer game like that mm. I never developed so like that just I can't just pick up that controller and play through like I think yeah. I can play through one level and I know where like that secret in Mario Bros 3 is where you can get like the thing or whatever and like it's called the warp whistle yeah that one <laughs> um but yeah I just when it gets hard and and it's funny like playing Mario Odyssey and getting to those levels and I can I tend to be able to figure them out but it's not like a huge nostalgia thing it's like a anxiety oh my god will I yeah and then you get people mansplaining warp whistles to you exactly I love that um I I don't know uh but I think you know as someone who can relate a little bit I wasn't born in 97 but I can relate Mm -hmm. a bit more to this um I do think it's worth picking up because I think there's no better way to test your knowledge with this like great set of of games and well-picked out games is it is it really different than uh appreciating older movies Yes. It is different. I think so. Mm. Because because I think when you sit down and you watch Citizen Kane, which sounds like so hoity-toity to say, but when you sit down and you watch that movie, you can appreciate what works about it. Well, and it's I, a talkie, so at least you can hear it. <laughs> well, And I also think that, again, like it's a skill set thing. I think that the hard uh, it's hard to go from 3D gaming and sort of modern gaming back to the different set of skills that you needed. Right. Well, well. Did you just, what about the parts in Mario Odyssey? When you have oh yeah, the two D bits. No, that's what I mean. Like those were the parts that I'll, I'll I've been doing okay with There's them because they ones. are a new set of skills. But yeah. also, I get that anxiety of like, oh my god, is this going to be the one that I just can't? That's great. Figure out. That's really interesting. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I mentioned it earlier. I'm really fascinated by uh, by how games age, and it's not a reflection of the game's quality at the time. Like, uh, like I think 16-bit games aged so much better than 8-bit games because uh, you know game developers just kind of figured out more about how to make uh, appealing games that would stand the test of time. And I think you know PS1 and 64 era games aged a lot worse. Yeah. than PS2 because they'd learn more about, you know, 3D game design at the time. And and it's not a knock against anything that anyone was doing at the time, but you just don't, like, you can't predict 20 years in the future how are people going to feel and, and what's going to feel good and what's not. I also think you have to learn how to play those games at a time that you, like, can really wrap your head around it and it's easy to go back to them. Uh, Donkey Kong 64 is a game that like I have such positive nostalgia for but it's such an obnoxious game to play if you've yeah. never played it before mm-hmm. it's like just so janky and so that to me is an example of like something that I would go back and pick up fairly regularly on N64 just for the nostalgia element and then I'm like oh yeah this is a pain yeah. in the ass. I uh, you know didn't grow up with arcade machines I was born after that era by a lot and um, well I'm mean, not born after but I was playing games in the late 80s right and the arcades were pretty much gone I didn't really play you know games until Street Fighter um, so I love old arcade machines I love Donkey Kong Pac-Man Centipede like I had to learn how to play all those games and they all have different play control styles like mm-hmm. Centipede is a trackball mm-hmm. like Missile Command is just a bunch of buttons or like Defender like yeah. those are all these experiences that like it meant a lot to me to go back and be like this is what people thought video games were and this is important to them and these are you know and I got so swept up into that same with pinball i mean like pinball's really hard mm. and like if you learn how to play pinball well you can get free games anytime you go play pinball so there's like it's 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 worth learning but it's like a skill set that i never had growing up i didn't touch pinball till five years ago you know mm. and now i'm like obsessed with it i'm in a league you know <laughs> like i love it but like i i like the idea of saying like you can go back and learn these old games it's just the motivation should be like from like you want to you know know art better you want to know the past better and like yeah. and i mean kind i of feel video game history i completely agree 
I think in uh, what was his name? Logan. Logan. Uh, in the case of the SNES Classic specifically, uh, it has Zelda: Link to the Past on it. Don't need to have any platformer skills or any appreciation. Yeah, that's true. Like that is or more at Metroid, really, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm by Super Metroid's my favorite game ever, so I can't really say if someone can go back and love it. But I think I, so. I I think so. Yeah. But it also so uh, and uh, the RPGs like Final Fantasy two and three slash six, um, some of the greatest RPGs ever made. That I I you know I do think aged really well. So even if you know platformers aren't your thing, you didn't grow up with that. It's such an incredible. It's the greatest compilation of games. Yeah, I think it's such a good collection and so yeah. easy. Like these are optimized to be playable by people today mm-hmm. who might not have had those skills, might not have had those systems, especially not still working. So I definitely think it's worth a buy. And and uh, in terms of the price point too, yeah. like it's really really, uh, I think purchasable more than you know a new switch or a new system comes with two controllers fun to pick mm-hmm. up and play some mm-hmm. of those multiplayer experiences with friends yeah 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 so logan's question is do you think people who grew up exclusively on 3d gaming would enjoy the snes classic the same way you guys do and i would say no probably not but i do think you know if you love video games if you take your hobby seriously that you should definitely care about the the games that came before you started before you entered the community because the ga- the people that are making the games that you love today Totally played all these games on the SNES Classic. You get a greater appreciation, too. Like, if you go back and play Link to the Past, you understand even more about Breath of the Wild. Exactly. I love that. Final Fantasy and and everything else. You'll understand so much more of the way certain elements of the games have tracked over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where Chocobos come from? Because you will after you play Final Fantasy (laughs) 2. Yeah, but not one. Four, I mean four when I say two. Just yeah. so funny. I was clear. thinking about this. I don't know if you guys have encountered it, but uh, you know, thinking of Donkey Kong 64, the first time I played Donkey Kong, like the arcade game, was in Donkey Kong 64, yeah, where you awesome. get really to the cool point. Thing. And same with um, you have to do it for Jetpack. a banana or whatever. Jetpack. But what's the other? Uh, there's like the racing game. Why am I blanking on? Excite bike, excite bike, yeah. Mm. Oh, I played so much excite bike. questions in, yeah, <laughs> in Donkey Kong sixty four, and I feel like a lot one. of games. Excite do bike that. is in that. No, it's an Animal Crossing. Oh, that's what it. Is. Yeah, that's yeah. what I play. But same generation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Logan, if you happen upon another SNES classic, you should pick one up. I can't believe there were two. I know. That's the craziest part of this. Story. I've never seen one out in the wild. Uh, although uh, GameScoop superfan Matt Jones was kind enough to send me one last week. So thank you again. It was awesome. Classic Matt Jones. Is that yeah. his name? Matt Jones. Matt Jones. Classic Matt Jones. It is classic. classic. This is the guy who had a he, he, his license plate said Scoop for many years. Wow. What? Yeah. And now I have that license plate. <laughs> framed. Good, good presence. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, all right. We do have more fan art this week. Yes. And this one came all the way from Merry Old England. What? Yeah. That's gorgeous. Tally ho. Yeah. Who's it from? Uh, he's from West Yorkshire, England. And uh, he's included a little... Uh, oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. We've got some... I'm very excited. Yeah, we've got some fun goodies in here. This is from Darren uh, McKeown. McKeown? M-C-K-E-O-W-N. Oh. So first of all, the artwork The artwork is from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, there is a Moogle on the back, and on the front is Cloud and Aerith. But Sam claimed he didn't know who these people are, but they're two of the most... I've never played Final Fantasy VII. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, I heard something really bad about her though. So yeah, yeah. That's the spoiler. spoilers. But I know who this is. It's Mog, yeah. the most famous Moogle of all. Yeah. Uh, oh, so I mean, he goes by Daz. He says Daz here from Yorkshire, England. Firstly, a big thank you. I've been a huge fan of the show for the last couple of years. I would like to thank you all for the time and effort put into the great content of each episode of GameScoop. As you guys enjoy flicking through old retro gaming magazines at the beginning of each month, I thought I would send. No, that's just a spare envelope. 
Yeah. <laughs> Justin is up and walking around. <laughs> I thought I would send you a copy of CVG from my collection so you can see what us Brits were getting set up for during the Christmas holidays of December 1992. Prepare your best British accents and make sure you check out the Yob Q&A pages to experience the unique British sense of humor. This is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First page I turn to. Dear Wimps, apostrophe S. He says, I also have a 20 questions title I would like to put forward, and I, I'm not going to use this one because it would, it's Neo Bomberman oh boy. on the Neo Geo. I don't know. I would, would not have, have gotten that. Gotten there. Uh, I would have gotten there. <laughs> that magazine's <laughs> With so 20 big. 20 questions? Yeah. If just you were asking. But yeah, it is. Uh, since we are in December now, it is time to uh, check game. out a retro magazine. So we've got this CVG Computer and Video Games from December 1992. And this magazine does read quite differently from the uh, EGMs yeah. and the game pros that we were say. using. They were playing some weird stuff they were playing weird in stuff. Europe there's, at this time. There's two different McDonald's things, but I have such nostalgia for these Game Boy cases. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, the Game Boy cases. So McDonald Land came out here as Mick Kids, MC yeah. Kids, M.C. Got Kids. So and then Parasol Stars right here is a sequel to Bubble Bobble that we and really Rainbow didn't get. Rainbow Islands too. Well, and Rainbow Islands is the story of Bubble Bobble too. Now, there's also Bubble Bobble Part Two. I can keep going. <laughs> it's Super okay. Super Hunchback starring Quasimodo seems oh, like a boy. real trip. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Let we me, talk uh, about Super Hunchback frequently on. Games yeah. Too. It's one of our favorites. Uh, <laughs> I've earmarked some pages here. I think everyone will be able to appreciate. Oh this boy. Oh wow. <laughs> Why did the hedgehog cross the road to get to Super Mario Land Two? It's a huge <laughs> two-page ad for the Game Boy. Yeah. Incredible. Shots fired. Oh, man. Indeed. Yeah. 92. That's good. So this magazine reads oh, very boy. differently from uh, the, the magazines we're used to. It's full of what I would describe as <laughs> toilet toilet humor. Toilet humor. So, so oh, I'm going to really? read a section Don't here. Don't read it. I'm going to read a section here. And let me just tell you that uh, the entire magazine is like this. This is the preview of uh, uh, X-Wing. Right, so the PC game yeah, X-Wing from the 90s. so good. And the, uh, the write-up reads, Crikey, just when you thought that your trousers had reached maximum capacity and couldn't expand anymore, <laughs> along comes X-Wing to stick a hat pin in the seams and spread the contents all over your mom's living room floor. Whoa, what? Yeah. What a it's lead. About, yeah. It's about shite in your drawers. Yep, yeah. yeah. And that's the whole magazine. Is trousers, like shite yeah. in your trousers. Yeah. I like it uh, when we get into the reviews here. Oh, I love how. Whoa! What, 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 I just wanted to see. If there was like the dog bone controller. Oh yeah. I, I like religiously know. read Nintendo Power, which was like so yeah. sweet yeah. and yeah. wholesome. I like I cannot. Uh, when we get into the reviews, they have a, a review of World of Illusion on the Mega Drive, mm -hmm. and it's at the it's top of the page. Game. It says three page review. Three page review. No, it's all. It's two pages. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Why did you do that? It, it doesn't even continue Typo. later on in the magazine. <laughs> uh, they do have a review of um, of Mario Kart. That must be Mario a, that Kart. says three page review. This one for? this one says three page review and, and it actually three pages. Okay. Nailed uh, it. They give this one a ninety six. Oh. Yeah, a ninety six out of hundred. They really liked that oh. one. No comment. Understandable. And then uh, this this letters section is so bizarre. The one that Daz told us to check out that uh, showcases the unique British sense of humor. There's this whole like multiple page mailbag section where 
people write in mean letters trying to be mean and then the the guy that responds is mean to the people that write in letters it's so weird and it's like six pages long you guys i think we just have a lot a lot of new context for our uk counterparts yeah, yeah, exactly. in their sense of humor it's called yobs mailbag it's called yobs mailbag and this is how it starts off that's boy what's that terrible smell it must be another sad selection of your crude attempts at wit and wisdom put in their place by the almighty yob as only yours truly can do this month's sack full of shufflers are so pathetic i'm frankly amazed their owners could open an envelope let alone stuff them with the drivel you're about to enjoy and it just goes on and on take it away oh. yob yeah. So then. <laughs> so he's kind of like a drill sergeant. Yeah. For, for video game letters. Uh, yeah, kind of like that. So we should then, do that on Game Scoop. So more. basically, it's six pages of you suck. No, you suck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Michael Jones from Ireland writes in, "Dear Yob, I have a little problem, and it's not my brother." See what, see what he did there? Yeah. Christmas yeah. is near, and so is my birthday. I have a PC and want a console, preferably a Super NES or Mega Drive with a good beat 'em up game. What's your opinion? And could you also answer these questions? Number one, how good is King of the Monsters? <laughs> Number two, which is better, Parodius or Thunder Force 4? Three, is the Super Scope package any good? And are there any more games coming out for it? Four, are there any good Sims on the SNES? And five, why is Final Fight missing a level and a character and is only one player? Good call. Yeah. Astute. Yeah. Uh, Yob answers, guy. He, he answers his questions by saying, King of the Monsters is very poor. Parodius is better than Thunder Force 4. The scope itself isn't a bad piece of kit. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Anyway, this is just the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. That didn't seem like what? a mean Turn that question. page back. Where? Do you see what's on the facing page? Super Probotector. Do you know what that is? Contra. It's Contra 3 The Alien Wars. In Europe, it's called Super Probotector Alien Rebels. And they even changed out the character Robo-tector. sprites. The character sprite is a robot now. It's not the main, it's not the dudes. Yeah, I need a copy of Super Probotector. Yeah, should that probably get that. That happened. What, when is this from? What, what year? December 1992. And anyway, this is an interesting read, Daz. years ago? Throwback. Yeah. yeah. CBG. Exactly. They wrote they wrote game magazines differently over there. It, this big magazine came with a free tiny magazine. Yeah, that one wasn't included here. I remember when EGM came with like a, a Sonic comic and stuff like that That's in awesome. the same year. Uh, and that brings us to Video Game 20 questions. Oh boy. Our suggestion this week comes from Brian in Austin, Texas. And before we get into the game, he has a quick question. Okay. He says, thank you for all the entertainment you provide me. You guys make my commute suck less. I was watching The Simpsons and it got me thinking, what are your favorite fictional video games from TV shows uh-huh. and movies? If I had to pick, I would definitely pick Bone Storm yeah. from The Simpsons. Yeah. Or Ninja Ninja Revolution from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah. What are yours? Is Bone Storm the boxing one? I don't I don't it's know. It's a Mortal Kombat knockoff. There's also um uh Polybius in The Simpsons. I, there's a, like a lot from The Simpsons. Yeah, aren't there? The, the, Pol- the Polybius is an arcade machine in the uh, Quickie Mart. Uh, that's a famous rumor of a game yeah. that Fine. that killed somebody. It's not, it's not true, uh, but that game never existed and all this other stuff. So Mine is, I don't remember if it's called Bone Storm, but the whole, the whole episode of The Simpsons revolves around it where it's this boxing game that Homer gets really, really, really good at, I think to impress Bart, and then Marge pulls the plug on it right when he's about mm. to beat the final boss, and the character looks like Homer in the game, and he has a dream <laughs> about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I lusted that's over like a Mike Tyson. It. There's a bunch. Of yeah, them. that's in my memory. That's what it is. Yeah. I think what is? Oh, why am I blanking on this? What's the movie or TV show? Um, Rick and Morty. Ah. The the VR game oh, that yeah, you just like play name. out the life. The guys. Was like just Bob or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. Oh my god. That yeah, was really good. That makes me uh, laugh a lot. Uh, um, Ender's Game has a game I've always wanted to play in it. 
Yeah, the, mo- the movie? I don't remember if I even saw the movie. I think I saw the movie. I think I they cut care. all that from the movie. They cut it down to like one sequence. Yeah. He slays the giant and then mm-hmm. keeps going back in the game world. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. It's like an adventure game, but like all these kids get to one point, but then you can like get much further into it, and it turns out there's a twist to that, and it, yeah. it's a really cool game sequence. I remember really that capturing my imagination when I was, you know, 11 and reading yeah, that book, too. That. Uh, the James Bond film Never Say Never Again One. Uh, has James Bond the the villain in that movie has like built his own head to head video game that's like about sort of like manipulating really different an arcade machine governments yeah, insane, around like the world weird like lasers so they sit facing each other and there's a big monitor with like this laser like screen that comes up and they wow. play it and it has they each have their own joysticks and they play this video game against each other it's the dumbest thing yeah and like yeah. the villain invented it and joysticks <laughs> yeah they have they have like yeah. double joysticks oh j- the movie joysticks. In the movie joysticks there's yeah. a fake video game called strip miss pac-man which all the boys play now i'm sure pretty sure like that game's real yeah, I bet someone's made that game. <laughs> uh, no, there's some no, like they, It's like you know, they, it's just Miss Pac-Man, but they yeah. strip when they win or lose. Yeah. That uh, the movie The Wrestler has a fake NES wrestling game in it called Wrestle Jam '88. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah well, he's supposed to be. In yeah, he's in the game. I love yeah. that. That yeah. was cool. That was really cool. There's the movie The Last Starfighter. Uh-huh. That's all about a fake video game called Starfighter. Tron has a fake video game yes. in it with yeah. tanks in it. Yeah. Well, there's Ready Ron Player One. Of course, well, Ready Player One has a bunch of real games in it, but then I guess mm-hmm. the game that they're playing. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Not the, the premise game. is that it's an MMO that has like every, it's got like Middle Earth and Star Trek and Star Wars. Dot Hack, I, the anime, I always uh, wanted to play yeah. like a games. game that was similar to that. And that was so pre the rise of VR as we now know it, where people can play those immersive MMOs. But I remember watching that and endlessly trying to find some sort of game that would be similar to yeah. the experience you would get. And then, of course, you can play. Freddy Krueger plays it. Uh, there's game. a lot of uh yeah and one of them right. one some nightmare on elm street one i don't remember which one i'm sure if miranda right. was here she could rattle off dozens but it's like an anime trope where right. like kids get sucked into a video game uh, but then what's yeah. funny is if that anime becomes a hit they usually start making video games mm-hmm. based off mm-hmm. it so wasn't there like, a sword art like sword art like online is way, a really famous your, example yeah. and it's a swirling mass of like anime and video game and it's like it gets hard to even i loved out. those dot hack games that were on gamecube mm. yeah really there were like four that gu uh Finally, there's that uh, alien kid game from the movie Her. Oh, that he yeah. plays in his living room. Mm-hmm. I forgot it. about that. He's, he's, doing, doing he's making this. a kid run like that. You've seen the movie Her? Yes. He plays a game like a sort of. It's like an AR experience. Yeah. Oh, he plays okay. in his living room. I want to make that feature now. This is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Good question, Brian from Austin, Texas. Sam, what do you do? We're going to play 20 questions. I know, but I just read We need you because I'm still the weakest link. Let's focus. Dear Yob. This will be here (laughs) in in five minutes when you guys successfully guessed the mystery game this week from Brian from Austin, Texas. Let the questioning begin. Does this game have have a button that lets you run or go faster? I think so. Could this game have been in a CVG December issue? No. 1992? No. Could not have been. Is no. this game on a portable system? No. Mm. Did this game come out before January 1st, 2000? Yes. Oh, that's actually pretty good. 2000. 92 to 2000. End of 92. Probably has a run button. Well, <laughs> Damon didn't know, so <laughs> I guess we'll just No, he said know. he was pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, is this uh, a platform exclusive? Yes. I think it's a Nintendo 64 game. Is this a 3D game? Yes. Sounds like Donkey Kong 64. Is this exclusive to the N64? Yes. Ooh. Is this made by Rare? No. Good question, though. Is this made by Nintendo? Uh, no. It is not made, made by, by Nintendo. Nintendo. All right. 
What games did Nintendo? Is this game published by Nintendo? Yes. Oh, That's sorry. ten. That's what I meant. No, it's no. We need to know one or the other. It's fine. What did they publish in that era? Like, well, so the, the, the Pokemon's not technically Nintendo. Yep. So probably Pokemon Stadium or maybe Snap. Pokemon Stadium or Snap. Are there this Pokemon? Is you. In this game? Um, I know. I was like, <laughs> I'm lighting up. <laughs> are there Pokemon in this game? Yes. Oh! There are Pokemon in this game. Did is you play this a, Snap or Stadium? I played them both, yeah. Okay. Is this a competitive game? No. Do you take pictures in this game? Yes. Yeah! Pokemon Snap. You guys got it. Oh my god, I love that game. Nobody asked so a question. Much. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can spend your 14th question. That's be. a good one. We you did it, guys. Ask a question. You can't oh. five yet. Oh, is this Pokemon Snap? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 1999, developed by HAL Laboratory. Oh, I don't know how I, I it. Yeah. was am still so mad Ooh. that they never made Pokemon Snap 2 for the Wii, the Wii yeah, U. It was the anything. perfect yeah. functionality for it. Yeah. Why but, did they on. not make it? Bring it to the Switch. <gasps> we want Pokemon Snap on the Switch every game. But like yeah. the Wii U had that, like you could yeah. loop around your room, you could have that AR element. It would have been really yeah. good. Yeah. Well, Listen, guys. I don't know if it would work on the Switch. There's no camera, right? Uh, there's an accelerometer if you wanted to do it that way. So I mean, is there a way to control your speed in that game? I don't, I'm, I'm guessing you can make yourself go faster. I don't think so. I think you you're can't. on a pre-made. I know it's on rails, but yeah, I thought but you could control your speed know, somehow. Maybe. It just, it just. Nobody knows. No. I mean, the Wii U had an interesting amount of potential that the Wii U was not been maximized on. And I thought that Pokemon Snap, which I would consider a well-loved Pokemon game. Greatest so, game ever made, according to Terry. The greatest game ever made. I remember trying to get those darn Grimers to evolve into muck. It was a real pain. There's a lot you have of stress. To throw, throw stuff at them. Yeah, you have to like throw stuff in the yeah. right way. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember oh, the, the so standalone uh, kiosk for Pokemon Snap? No. So there is a there is like an arcade machine Ooh. size kiosk. Really? That's cool. Yeah, and you, you would take your save there, and you it would print out a, a wow. picture for you from it. So you and uh, I really want one. You know what they should That's do? Really I really want one. Just I like will Nintendo, buy one for the office. Nintendo partners with I think LA. usually Namco, maybe some other companies to make mm. like like there's Mario Kart in arcades. Like Pokemon Snap is totally a good idea for like a Chuck E. Cheese, like a family friendly well, arcade. I love when they around. were promoting yeah. Pokemon the movie 2000. They would bring Pokemon, it was aligned with Pokemon Stadium, and they would bring Pokemon Stadium around to a bunch of different malls. Oh. And I remember I went and I got my Mew there because they yeah. would give, actually, no, I guess that was tied to the first movie. Um, but they did do a Pokemon Stadium event that they went around and did. And that was That's really awesome. cool. You could even do it, and where it's one of those pneumatic. Jeeps mm -hmm. that you get in that Ooh, type of arcade that's machine. a good idea too. That's and you're just like bumping just around. Just do the Jurassic Park pictures. game as Pokemon Snap. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so fun. Whoa. And, I would play it. And it prints out your photos. They yeah. Take. And it yes. prints out your photos at yes. the end. They could charge a lot of money for that. Yeah. Charge like five, 10 bucks and people They do that. could. <laughs> Professor Oak, man, what a jerk about my photos in that game. Yeah. Pokemon Wow. I think we just started a new segment. We develop a better game than, than what exists already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, time for a popular segment. <laughs> We the hard part is game than what exists already. The hard part is done. Now uh, they just have to make. What's the acronym? What's, <laughs> what's the acronym for that? I forgot what it is now. We develop a better a, game than what exists already. Yeah. Someone else can figure it yeah. out. Tell us what that acronym of that yeah. is. <laughs> it's like Zelda Breath of the Wild with jetpacks. We just did it a second time. <laughs> that would break the game. We're game that, devs now. No, you can <laughs> climb everything already. Yeah, you, and if you had a jetpack, you segment wouldn't over. need to climb. Segment <laughs> over. Here's, here's how it works. Every game, 12 months after its release, they patch in a jetpack. Horizon? Yeah. Yeah. 
Like just any of the Red Dead. Jet, what if you were a third-party company like Game Shark? Yeah. And all you did was add jetpacks to games. I yeah. think you download the patch and you have a jetpack. Horizon, it would work though. Yeah. Because there's all that machinery anyway. Yeah, and getting up just mountains sucks. Yeah. But even if it smart. even if it broke the game, just wait, just one year later, mm-hmm. jetpack patch. <laughs> yeah. And everything. Uh, in that game, you could harpoon a dinosaur from yeah. the air and then just ride yeah. it around. Sure. Oh, I would be so bad at that game. Uh, if air surfing involved flying. Is a peaceful mode patched in Assassin's Creed yet? I don't think so. Mm. That's either okay. late late this month or early next year. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mega Man with jetpacks would be good too. Right. Yeah. Mega Man already has some gizmos. Calls in Rush. Uses them as, uses them as a trampoline. It's not very nice. No. No. Uh, all right. That is all the scoops that we have for you this week. There are only two scoops remaining in 2017. Dun, dun, dun. Well, with you. <laughs> Game Scoop will return. With me? <laughs> yeah. Well, what other? You're going on vacation. We'll see what happens. No, I'm not. Oh. Everyone's going on vacation. <laughs> I don't think anyone. I knows. would love to see. <laughs> no one knows how to upload the show, but Damon. <laughs> I'd love to see somebody It'll try. be on the NBC channel. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at, IGN, at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Terry. Always a pleasure. 20 questions, man. You yeah. did it. You Good work, it. Terry. Got Not there. scary. Anymore. Good work, Justin. Uh, my name no is Damon. Thanks to you, Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. Now we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.